back, everybody. You're listening to The Bearded Men on BeardedMenRadio.com, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and wherever great podcasts are given away for free. Uh, my name is Adam, and uh, joining me once again, a connoisseur of film, uh, a legendary bearded man himself, and a comedy slapstick legend of all time, and a man born in the 80s. So I guess that qualifies for this conversation. Bearded Man Dan is joining me for this. Good, bad, and ugly. How are you, Bearded Man Dan? I am good. I remember the 80s very well. I spent a good three months. Three months? Life. Just so, snuck yeah, in? For early <laughs> September, and I spent a good three months there. So I, I know the comedy very well because, of course, you know, I grew up there. You grew up in that, in that theater. Yeah, it's very good. I, I also claim a limited knowledge <laughs> given given my development to that point um yeah so we uh we want to do a little follow-up episode um after our clue episode last week um which uh is 80s comedies it's a popular uh, segment which uh, we've talked about kind of on the show before but never quite directly and um yeah i just want to get dan you're such a you had you were on our uh comedy series uh, last season greatest comedies of all time we i think we had you on for three episodes if i'm rem- remembering right and um yeah what are your what are your ideas before we could dive into our good bad and ugly um what are your ideas about 80s comedies uh first of all just to start off what do you think for me i think 80s is really the generation of like the um or sorry it's the the decade of like the coming of age comedies where if you look at any of the ones that happen then it's like you know the ones you can relate to as like a child as a teenager as an adult but as an adult you can look back on this movie like the goonies Mm. that you know you're like oh yeah i've no had experience just like that but you know it's that thing that every i feel like the 80s is a really good decade that you can relate to a lot of different movies and I just, I don't think that happens a lot in 70s movies, 90s movies, the 2000s. Like the 80s was really the decade that locked that down. So I think that's a really strong decade for that. Uh, yeah, I think that's, I think it's fair. It's um, kind of echoing the point I want to make too, which is that I think it was the first decade where you had movies that were looking for that big commercial appeal that we're looking for really more of like a young adult kind of blockbuster type of thing. And you didn't really see that in the seventies too much. I guess you saw it with star Wars, you know, towards the end of the seventies, but uh, you know, in terms of other, not comedies, but dramas. And um, it seems like the eighties also was kind of an era where the, uh, it got a bit corporate, you know, it kind of got a bit mainstream. It got a bit, there was a bit more money in comedies and movies in general these big budget kind of movies. And I think it was kind of a transformative decade. Cause then you see the nineties, the, these big budget movies just dominated the nineties and the two thousands. So it's kind of an interesting time. And I mean, we, we, you know, we talked about clue last week and that was kind of a, I think kind of an instance where you had a comedy that really took some chances. So I think it's kind of an exception to that rule. You know, it, it was a movie I don't know if you would make today. I know, although I know they're talking about a remake, but I feel like there was there's in the eighties there was room for that kind of comedy where whereas now there might not be. 
you know, so it's, it's interesting, but anyway, let me, let's uh, dive into our good, bad and ugly. For those that uh, are not familiar with the concept, uh, we pick a topic in this case, eighties comedies, and then we dive into the good, the bad and the ugly. The good is uh, the very best of that topic. Uh, The bad is something went wrong at some point, (laughs) somewhere along the way. It wasn't necessarily awful, but something went wrong. And the ugly is just the absolute worst, uh, absolute worst thing you could possibly imagine. So, Dan, you are our featured guest today. Uh, let's start with you. What's your good for 80s comedies? So for me, the the perfect 80s comedy is really, I mean, it's my good for sure. It It was written to be a perfect movie. Like, they were trying to not take too many risks. They just wanted to be really good is Pee-wee's big adventure. <laughs> um, they very intentionally had like, you know, the, the problem, the climax, the resolution at set points throughout the movie. And every time I watch this movie, I think it's so funny. And even though I know what's going to happen, I just like Paul Rubin knocks it, Paul Rubin knocks it out of the park. It's just, it's a perfect movie, man. Like, wow. Yeah, Pee-wee's Big Adventure to me is probably my favorite comedy. Wow, of all time, not just the eighties. Uh it's it's really up there. Um, it's I like it so much that I I don't think I could like I couldn't say definitively number one, but it's like it's right there. It's for me, I rank a lot of movies based on if I could watch it at like any time, like how I'm feeling, and I could watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure if I'm sad, happy. I just love that movie, man. Wow, that's a, that's a real shocker. That's a real surprise. I didn't even know you were a big fan. I, do, you, do those movies strike you as ones that could only be made in the eighties too? I mean, I guess you said be. movies. Um, I do not feel that way about multiple. Oh, the other ones. You don't. You don't agree about the other ones. Just that one. I I will talk about the other ones when we get to that. <laughs> to later uh, later stages. Pee Wee's Big Adventure is. Uh, like I said, I just, it's a great movie. I think the comedy is really funny. It's smart, which right. again, like the 80s, we've talked about in previous episodes. That's, I feel like that's kind of the hallmark of 80s comedy is, it is smart comedy. Mm. And I think Pee Wee's Big Adventure nails it. Wow. Good, good choice. Very good. Um, you know, for my good, I'm going to pick something that I thought you were going to pick, which is, um, Zucker Brothers movies, The Naked Gun and Airplane, which are on opposite sides of the decade, but really uh, define comedy in in so many ways going forward for me. Um, they're just they're they're goofy, but they are smart too. And when we when we rewatched them last season, uh, it just kind of it kind of it still blows my mind how well written they are for such goof, goofy movies like. And, uh, I, you know, I wish there were more movies made like that now. We talked about that last season. But, um, yeah, they're just – they kind of blow it away for me. And, uh, obviously, there were more movies that came later in the 90s. But uh, Airplane, uh, I guess if I had to pick one, starting it off in 1980, I mean, it's really something. I, you know, I, I did think about – we're putting this together about all the criticism that Caddyshack got in the last season. And – I think before we had rewatched it, it would have been the good, but you know, it doesn't quite hold up <laughs> the way that I, the way that I thought it would. So 
anyway, but um, let's go on to your bad. So I guess, yeah, I kind of spoiled it for you, but, but <laughs> what's your, what's your bad for eighties comedies? I've, I'm sure we'll hear something about this, but for me, um, Spaceballs. Ooh. I do not care. Wow, really? I don't care for Spaceballs, and I never have. And I've been consistent with that. Um, I'll watch the movie, hmm. but it's one of those movies that I'll go back to. I'll probably watch it like twice a year, and I'll go back, and I just – there's – there's like two scenes in the movie that I laugh at. And besides that, it just kind of seems like it's just not that funny when they're combing the desert and they haven't found shit. That was pretty funny. (laughs) When pizza eats himself to death. Um, That's the other thing that I find funny. Eats himself to death. Yes. Yeah. It just, it just falls. I don't know. It falls flat for me. Interesting. Is that all Mel Brooks or just that film? Yeah, so for me, um, it just it falls flat a lot of times. I'm not like a, a Star Wars super fan, anything like that. It just it's not that funny, which is weird because I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan. Mel Brooks fan, as I previously mentioned in other episodes, it just for some reason I don't know. Hmm. Lampoon Star Wars just didn't do it for me. Like I said, I'm not like a super Star Wars nerd. I don't like you know protect it like it's the you know the perfect trilogy, anything like that. It just for some reason, Spaceballs just doesn't do it for me. And it, it's interesting you say that because that was on the long list for the best comedies of all time. We decided to go with Blazing Saddles as a different Mel Brooks film, but um, yeah, I think you, I think you would catch a lot of flack for that. I think it's um, what. So the the bad is there's something wrong with it. Is the, is it just that's wrong with it? There's no good jokes in it. Is, is that is that what's wrong with it? I love Mel Brooks, so it would, you know, you would think that I would watch it, love it. I just, I don't know. It's weird because I, even as like a teenager, I didn't find it that funny. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like I've grown up to be an adult that matured past the jokes, anything like that. I just, I don't know. They don't resonate with me. Like, I don't think it's that funny that, you know, the guy that's supposed to be Han Solo sidekick is named Barf. Like, He's his own that. best friend. Yeah. Yeah, I just, <laughs> right. I don't know. It, it's just, and it's just, a, right. it's a weird thing that I just think is okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to pick some real straight out of the eighties comedies. And there were like a million of these films. And, uh, that's the, um, the police Academy movies. They just, um, <laughs> they're, they're very much films of their time. Um, they were huge, uh, at the time in the eighties. Uh, but just didn't, just didn't work for me. And, um, I, I get that they were, I suppose, groundbreaking and like situational comedy at the time, but did it, they just don't work in, in my mind. And it's, um, the first one is okay, but then they made like a million more of them and it just never, <laughs> it never landed. And Steve Gutenberg as a, a lead just didn't, didn't quite work for me. But, um, it's funny that you talk about police Academy because that's one of the, the, the series of movies where my dad is at the same thing where he's just like the first one's okay, but you've never like the drop off. is just huge. There's a, there's a substantial like, drop off as you keep going and they're just hard to watch. Yeah. It's, 
I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna get to our ugly in a second. But yeah, please uh, check us out, beermanradio.com. Shoot us an email if you disagree with any of these these comments. Um, Dan, take us away. What's uh, what's your ugly for '80s comedies? Well, to close out on Pee Wee, um, <laughs> the other side to, of it has to be my ugly for the fact that. Um, I never thought watching a Pee Wee Herman movie or show that we would see Pee Wee Herman get laid, but we do in Big Top Pee Wee, which is just... <laughs> it just... It just destroys the whole uh, image it, of it. It's so... It just, to me, yeah. it goes against the... You know, Pee Wee is supposed to be this kind of pure of heart, kind of curious character, and it was just such an unnecessary thing to have happen that I just... It's just, it's such a misstep for writing, I feel, when it comes to a movie, that it was just not needed. You talked about coming of age. That's uh, the ultimate (laughs) coming of age. (laughs) Definition of coming of age. Exactly. Perfect. I just, that's a huge misstep for me. And I just, it it feels, it's weird because it happens in the movie and then the movie just seems like it moves on past that. So it was just kind of like, hey, what if Pee Wee got laid? (laughs) That's how it feels. And now we know. It, just, yeah. it feels like a, just a throw-in. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, <laughs> again, I I don't necessarily, I'm not ranking this as like the worst movie of the 80s, but for me, it's just like, a, for obviously I, I've shown how much I love Pee Wee Herman that to just do something like that is just, it just seems ridiculous. Yeah, it's a weird choice. I, I don't remember that film with any fondness either. So, <laughs> yeah, I, it's a fair choice, a, a, a solid ugly, I would say. As a whole, decade. it's definitely worse than Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And then just to yeah. add that, I mean, that's, I don't think that's an insult against Big Top Pee Wee because Pee Wee's Big Adventure is phenomenal. <laughs> it's just that's, it's just, it's such a weird thing to add to the movie. And obviously a mistake if it's your ugly. Um, it's fair. Yeah. I can't, I can't argue with that. Um, yeah. So my, my ugly is these, it's kind of been forgotten by history, but there were these series of movies with Michael Douglas where he was basically ripping off Indiana Jones and in a more comical way with Danny DeVito and they are just impossible to watch. Um, I tried watching them again recently. It's uh, romancing the stone and, uh, jewel of the nile and they just don't they like they just don't work on any level like it's they're painful to watch for me and um the fact that those movies were so huge is just shocking to me you know, it's, it just doesn't make any sense but <laughs> those are I don't, I don't know if you've seen them but that's it's definitely the, the definition of um definition of ugly so yikes anyway um we're out of time here, but please, uh, please check us out at beardmanradio.com. Uh, um, sorry, Dan, do you have any comments before I cut you off? <laughs> no, I think, I think these are good and it'll be interesting to see what people have to say about these because I know, can't wait. <laughs> I know <laughs> space balls is not okay in any circle. So. No, I'm going to get hate mail from that. From all the, all corners <laughs> of the world you. for that. I hope you yeah. email. Exactly. Please uh, email us at the show 
the show at uh, beardedmenradio.com to send all your hate mail about Dan's picks. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Um, check us out, beardedmenradio.com. Tell your friends about us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And uh, we will be back uh, next week for yet another bomb in our bomb series. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Dan, for joining me. And uh, we will be back next week again. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.